Welcome on in, welcome on in, welcome on in, everybody. We have a lot that we're going to be breaking down today. We're going to be talking a lot about Real Housewives of Potomac. We're going to talk a little bit about Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because I have two bros on the show today that I'm sure going to have a lot of opinions and they might not always agree with me, but we're about to get into it. Get ready. You're listening to No Filter with Zach Peter, your go-to source for all the latest pop culture and reality TVT, surf fresh all week long. Now, let's dive in. And dive in, we shall. Here to help me out, you know them as the Brav Bros. Please welcome Steel and Shooter. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Well, oh, that's your thing. <laughs> Good Bye. job. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> Nailed Steel's it. Under already. Nailed it. Um, what's up, times. boys? It's been a minute since we've done this. I know. I we know. Gotta, gotta I'm gear still up for the wait- show on Sunday. I'm still waiting for my invitation to be on the Brav Bros podcast. <laughs> let's do next week i didn't know <laughs> every time we set these up it's like let's do a live i'm always like perfect let's do a live we would love to have you on the show mm, i feel like i've been yeah, blacklisted you've heard the rumors that were spread about me this week and i've been blacklisted from your channel well look Ooh, we, we don't were have... filled in about the rumors by um, you <laughs> yeah we don't have any husbands that you can go after too so yeah oh, it's okay one day one day <laughs> Oh, that's fucking funny. Um, so this Sunday well, we're gonna be live uh, at the Bourbon Room for our friends giving show, which is gonna be a blast. We have some special guests that are gonna be in the show. Are you guys ready? You're coming to LA. The bros are going west. We're going west. Really yeah, excited to get wait. on the plane together. Oh, we're flying together. Right next to each other. We are flying together. No, oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm moving the seat because he's going to bother me. I know he will for the entire flight. I'm a very, I like to, I know you, and I just want to sit. I want to watch a movie on my iPad. I don't want to be bothered by you. You're going to turn on your overhead light just to piss me off. Oh, I know you. God. I know how you function. So I'll be sitting elsewhere. But yeah, we cannot wait to get out to LA. We're so excited for this show. I love the format of this show. I love everything about it. So we also haven't done a live show in a while. I'm like, Ever since the first one, it's like chasing the dragon for me. Like, I need more live shows always. So, I'm jacked up. I can't wait. I got a great outfit picked out. I'll look fantastic. Oh. So, oh, you're picked out already? Yeah, I'm picked out. I am definitely picked out. <laughs> I got finally finalized that I had two options. Oh, I I'm had not even two options, and I finally landed on one. All right. I like that. I'll take that. Yeah, I think we do need to do a live show like every quarter, though, because I get the same thing. I get that itch. You know, we, we would just want to be on stage. We want to be mixing it up, especially with Zach. We want to get in there and spill some tea. Right, guys? Spilling tea. We love to spill. We love some spilling tea. That's what we love to do. And we need the roar from the crowd. That really gets us going. Gets me through in the next couple of months. And then we go right back into another live show. There we go. I mean, we oh, have yeah. to start thinking of what other cities we're going to branch out onto. Like Full we, tour. We need to do like a Texas show. I would love that. I am from Texas, so I would oh. love to do a Dallas show. Dallas would be I would great. Love... I think Chicago. Dallas Chicago um, would be fun. Yeah. I feel like You're you guys have like Chicago shoots? vibes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I, I'm you actually. Do? I'm going. Wait, what has Chicago vibes? I feel like you guys have like Chicago vibes. Yeah, because you got like eh. the bros down, and you got the stash. <laughs> Yeah, no, the mustache is absolutely like this. Oh, okay. This mustache says that like I eat brats all the time, mm-hmm. so I, I get that. That's that Midwest vibe, yeah. And you drink lots of green beer and dive chicken. into the river. That th- those two things are true. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, we will be live this Sunday at the Bourbon Room in Hollywood. There are also live stream tickets if you're not able to make. You can, you can get them at nofilterlive.com. But we have a special guest that we're finally going to announce today. What's today? Thursday? Oh, my God. It's Thursday already. Shit. Oh, my God. It's already Thursday. Shit. We only have a couple of days left until the show. Um, but we oh, always we love tomorrow? we always love a surprise special guest. Um, should we announce? I mean, I've had her on my podcast. You've had her on your podcast. Just be ready. She might tell you to suck a dick at some point. But luckily, I know how to do that. I don't know about you, bros, but I can teach you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're married, then you even better. This. Please welcome. What? I said, and if you're married, even better. Oh, I was saying, what to steal? Steel oh. said you can teach us. Oh, okay. That'll Just be an open. That'll be yeah. a, a bit, a bit on stage. We'll get okay, some perfect. bananas yeah, handy, we'll and we'll just give a tutorial. Oh, great. This sounds like a wonderful show. Can't wait. <laughs> friends, take a turn. Friendsgiving, we give a lot to our friends. All right. Well, our one of our one one of our very special guests that'll be joining us on Saturday is none other than the one and only Kristen Doty from Vanderpump Rules and the new Pump Rules spinoff and the new Amazon Live or not Amazon Live. What was it Freebie? Freebie? Freebie. Yeah. Freebie. Freebie. Yeah. She's also Freebie. on The Goat, the greatest of all time. I feel like Kristen's pretty great. Are you guys excited to ha- to to get to meet Kristen IRL? Yeah, definitely. We had her on our show. She was great. Um, and uh, it's always nice meeting people in person too, because you do those those telecom video conference things. Yeah, you, you get personable. Obviously, we've got some personalities, but it's gonna be great to see her in person. Last time I saw her, I yeah. was accidentally blacked out. What do you mean accidentally? accidentally. So <laughs> I go on. I it was a Monday. And I decided to go to Jax's with a friend and we wanted to check it out because we, I'd heard, I just saw Jax the week prior and he told me it was open and he's like, you should come. And I was like, I'm absolutely going to come open your mouth. And then I decided to go this, uh, the, (laughs) it took you a delay to get that one. Um, Yeah, Steel's delayed. (laughs) That hit me really late. That was really funny. (laughs) Thank you. I got more to come. <laughs> um, but so I decided to go to Jax's, but Jax's is actually part of Rocco's. And so Rocco's was open, but Jax's wasn't open. So we decided, all right, well, I guess we're just going to have like lunch at Rocco's. But I wasn't like that hungry. So I was like, I'll just have some fries, whatever. And they were having the bartender said that they were having like a happy, happy hour special. And so I ordered a vodka soda, as one does in Los Angeles. And he brought out the vodka sodas, but it was in the tall glasses, not in a short glass. And normally, as Dorit taught us, it's in a short glass, three lemons carcassau. So that's exactly how I ordered it. But he brought it in a large glass, and he's like, oh, no, it's our special of the day. It's a double. And so I had two of those thinking that they were singles and not doubles because I'm like, oh, two drinks. That's, you know, that's good. And then they, the waitress had told us, oh, Jax is opening in five minutes. And I was like, oh, okay, then we can go to Jax's. So then we went next door to Jax's. They gave us a full tour. And so we're sitting there and I ordered one more drink because I thought at that point I just had two vodka sodas and some fries. And I was like, I can nurse one more. Um, but I couldn't nurse one more because at that point that was technically my fifth drink. And within like 10 minutes I turned to my left and Kristen Doty happened to walk in and was sitting right next to me and I was like oh hi nice to meet you or I mean I've, I met her virtually before but I haven't met her in person and so 
I was pretty incoherent. And so, so I'm glad that she said you were the show. blackout on a Monday afternoon on a Monday after not even a Monday night. <laughs> it was like a 4 p.m. Monday <laughs> attitude. That is accidental. That is definitely accidental. You're, you're cleared of all charges for sure. <laughs> I didn't realize in there. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, uh, yeah, I was there Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Oh, well, I got not by accident. Not, not, by accident. Not, recently. not by accident. No, that was very intentional. Uh, that's a that's a different podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're getting a little dark. Let's let's pull it out. <laughs> yeah, um, I did meet her boyfriend and he is quite the cutie patootie. I will say that. Yeah, Steele and yeah, I gave him on the shit podcast for... with us, actually. You gave him shit. Why did you give him shit? Well, he was fashion. so uh, not really. Here's <laughs> here's the thing. So when the podcast started, he made the mistake of letting us know that Kristen had helped him dress a little bit more L.A. And he went to like Zara and got like a more L.A. style shirt. Mm. What he didn't know is he's talking to me and this idiot. So we took that and ran with it like the entire time. So I, we <laughs> frequently would be like. They would say like, yeah, it was pretty cool. I'd be like, not as cool as your shirt, though, and stuff like that, and just kind of razzing him a little bit. But I don't know if he loved it. I don't think he loved <laughs> He's it. He's a really, really nice guy, but I don't think he loved the Where's the he from? from us. He's from, oh, I, I want to say like Iowa. I feel like, he, no, he's oh. from like Michigan or something. Okay. Somewhere in the Midwest. Yeah, somewhere. There. Yeah, he's not from LA. He's well, not from LA, so he was trying to dress more the part, and I don't think we helped. Mm. Yeah, I think he, he said really he nice. went to he Zara. Really he was yeah. shopping at Zara or something, and I gave him shit for shopping at Zara. Yeah, that was that was the whole thing. <laughs> That's where one goes when they want to dress more LA. I know. That's why I well, stay I away didn't from go Zara. There for my outfit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you guys are coming to LA. You need to dress more Zara. More yeah, more Zara. No, we're bringing the East Coast. No, I'm bringing there. Philly to LA. Yep. Oh, yeah. are you going to show up your arms at this this show like you did in the New York show? You'll find out. You gotta wait you know, and see like the rest. Well, because you know Steel, you, he's yes, gonna be showing off arms. But he's gonna be he's gonna have a run for his money with my friend Evan because Evan has big boy arms. Big boy arms, okay. Steel. All right, hey, we'll, we'll, do a we'll see if Steel with anybody. We'll see if Steel's Meals on Wheels can compete. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out. That do you call <laughs> we'll it Steel's Meals on Wheels? I feel like that's a pretty cheeky name. No, it was just Steel's Meals. I've made that joke before, though, when I'm dropping food off to people. I'm like, oh, Steel's Meals on Wheels. It's not the first time it's been said. I like this. But no, it's just Steel's Meals. Lean yeah, into just this, Steel's Meals. Lean into this brand. Yeah, they, free plug for my uh, my food page on Instagram. <laughs> Thank Yo, you. Get some t-shirts. Some t-shirts. I have those, too. Find me at Steel's. Old, Find me at Steel's, yeah. <laughs> Find me at Steel's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, guys, get your tickets to our No Filter uh, Friendsgiving special this Sunday at NoFilterLive.com. Kristen Doty's going to be there. The bros are going to be there. Donna Bowling's going to be there. Lots of fun, special guest games, you know, an extravaganza. We're going to do a slider competition on Sunday, Steel. Maybe you can help judge that. We do have a celebrity guest judge that's going to help judge that. But I feel like Steel's Meals on Wheels can also give an opinion, being that, like, this is your specialty. Like food, like a slider, like, like sandwich? food sliders. Yeah. Oh, can I please be part of that? Yeah, I would love that. that I feel like awesome. you should That's be right one of our alley. celebrity judges since you what are you a full on chef. Yeah. What did you think kind it was? My brain, I'm like, are we having a, I was thinking pitching like baseball. I'm like, oh, they know how to throw a slider. <laughs> Get it together. That's what we're going to do. We're going to play <laughs> baseball on stage. We're just going to be tossing baseballs. But here's around. the thing. Here's the thing. That would also be something that I know. So it's not that crazy. Okay. 
All right. It's pretty crazy. Guys. You're you're pretty off base. Yeah. Okay. But yes, I would love to eat a slider on stage and comment on it. Thank you. (laughs) Well, you're going to learn how to eat other things on stage soon. (laughs) We have a lot of blowjob jokes tonight. All right. We're only like 10 minutes in here. We've made 16 blowjob jokes. We're not even at the Bravo stuff yet. Okay. Um, Speaking of blowjobs, let's talk about Real Houses of Potomac. Okay. What Great are lead your, off. What are your? Well, you know, I heard Chris Bassett's been getting a few of those. Um, what are your thoughts of this season of Potomac? Are we a fan? Yeah, I've, I'm liking it so far. I think that we are running the risk of doing some repeating. I'm afraid mm-hmm. that with Ashley Darby being Ashley Darby, she's taking us down another path in which we're yes. going to bring into question somebody's relationship. Um, we just, I've seen it too many times with her. She has the same script every single season trying to drum up drama. We see it with her comments about Wendy and Aneka when we're watching them. She's talking to Wendy and saying that Neca said all these things about her. And in reality, you look back at the scene and we actually see Ashley's the one planting these seeds. And then when she's in the confessional, she's like, oh, whoops, like, that's not how I remember it. And it's like this old script that we've seen over and over again with Juan and Robin. That's going to get old if they don't figure out a way forward with it. We can't keep having heart to hearts with Robin about like, hey, wake up. This isn't fair to you. This is a bad look, all these things. And then she just dismisses it, goes back to Juan. They laugh about it and move on from it. And I'm afraid that we are going to have a repeat of last season in which it's just the same shit, different day. And I don't want to watch that again. I love Potomac. It is my favorite. It always has been. I'm trying to stand by my ladies of the Mid-Atlantic. But we are... So far, I don't think it's bad. I'm enjoying it. But I'm afraid that we are walking on dangerous ground here. Yeah, it's kind of becoming that same. And I feel like that's what made last season kind of struggle a bit is it's like, you know, because then they were bringing out all the rumors about Chris and he was sliding into Ashley's DMs. And I just feel like how many times are we going to try to make Chris cheating a thing? And it's just it's not a thing. I don't think he's cheating on Candace. I just don't at this no, point. No, no. Yeah, he's definitely not. And I feel like, like kind of to echo what Steele said, it's just running the risk of us being bored and something that I just kind of pieced together. Why are there so many goddamn housewives on this show? They like they added another one, but they didn't remove anybody else. There's like eight housewives on this show. I feel like they're choosing quantity over quality. And we're getting to the point where we're not going to hear from one of the wives for a couple of days or a couple of episodes or whatever it might be. And you run the risk of one storyline like Juan and Robin kind of overshadowing the rest of the show, which, again, if we don't get answers and Robin just keeps kind of hurting all the all the questions that keep coming after her and Juan's not giving us anything we're going to be tired of that within three or four more episodes so if they don't have another backup plan if there's no other storylines going on here what the hell's the reason to have eight housewives on the show for yeah nobody's really pulling their weight with all the housewives um what did you guys have a jump scare when you saw Deborah pop up on screen yeah yeah <laughs> I was like why <laughs> is she even commented on that in the episode I was like, why is she back again all I said was there's no I, mistaking who that person is when she walks through the door. Nope. As soon as you see her, ah, oh, Sesame Street's here. Right. <laughs> I like, just like that to me, though, again, like leans back into the we're just repeating shit now. It's like if you're Ashley and you know that last year we saw not only an accusation against Chris, but you're bringing Eddie into the mix now, too. And we have camera footage of both of them not doing anything shady in regards to Deborah. 
why on earth would you invite her to that party except you want to stir some shit up and you're trying to use the same game plan that you used last year that's not original it's not fun if i was wendy she handled that way better than I would have because she's like pretty mellow about it and trying to come to terms with Ashley, trying to get back to like a neutral ground with her. And she's trying to understand, like, you realize that inviting her like puts me in a weird spot. I don't love that. And now she's like, oh, yeah. And like just deflects. She sidesteps the question entirely, does not give her the answer or the audience the answer that we want. Like, no, why the fuck is Deborah here? Why is she being involved in this? Is this production pushing it? Is it Ashley pushing it? Like, I don't understand. And on top of that, what does Deborah bring to the table? Why is she a repeat friend of? Like, she can kick rocks. She sucked last year. She's going to suck this year. I don't need to see her on TV anymore. I'm over it. I'm done with Ashley's friends. Ashley's friend ofs, that whole crew last year at the table, all four of them sitting with her and Giselle, I don't need to see these people. I don't want them on the TV. They're not good. They don't bring anything to the equation. All they had last year was some shoddy rumor that we had video evidence was not true. So, like, kick rocks. Get the fuck off my TV. Yeah, she doesn't bring anything interesting for me other than those very overarched eyebrows that still, to me, are not working. Yeah, they're they're definitely not working. But I feel like with Wendy, in that conversation, we talk about it all the time, them having perspective on who each person is and what they bring to the show. It seems like Wendy understands, all right, Ashley's going to be trying to spin things and she's going to tell me things that are definitely not true to try to get under my skin towards that third person, not towards Ashley. I feel like maybe Wendy kind of figured that out and she's not taking what Ashley's saying for face value. She's saying, I'm going to go talk to NECA. I'm going to go see if this is what she's actually saying or if Ashley's trying to spin things to make them sound nastier than they are. I think a big part of the problem, too, is there's not a whole lot going on in Potomac for them to have an exciting and interesting life, each of them. Like, once your life kind of reaches that plateau where your kids go to school and it's kind of just like, you know, you fall into that slump, it's like then there really isn't anything as interesting to talk about. Like, in New York, there's always something going on and you have a very fast-paced lifestyle. There's always work that's moving. There's always events that you're going to. You're always traveling. Same thing with LA. Atlanta's a little more popping. We have the musical aspect of it where we see Candy and she's, you know, recording and producing and doing all of these other ventures that happen in Atlanta. But it's just like, in Jersey, there's very much the family aspect and the family drama of it all. But it's like, what's really going on in Potomac that keeps us interested? And it's it there. Nothing is the answer, you know, and we got we got to be careful. Steel's going to be upset. That's his baby. I'm Potomac not going to be upset only because I see I, I love Potomac and I see what you're saying. But I think that for me, when you don't have an area in which it's that captivating, like, no, the Potomac landscape and everything around there is not that interesting then the show needs to be carried by the cast members and they have not been able to deliver and i'm not saying the last two seasons of potomac have been a home run by any means i just have like a soft spot in my heart for it because it was my first housewives franchise so i want it to be better than it is right now yeah i think that with the right pieces yeah it can be a great show but you have to have the right housewives in place to do so this crew's not bringing it right now, or they didn't last year. And I think it's because they keep getting stuck on trying to overproduce moments. They're trying to force the narrative rather than things happening organically. Shit will pop off with a group of eight women. Like that will happen. We've seen it on every other Housewives franchise. You don't need to fabricate or force things down our throat to try to get us interested in this 
let something play out instead of going behind the scenes and having Ashley try to figure out who's cheating on who, what marriage can we go after? Giselle does the same shit every season. She literally looks for a relationship and tries to take it down. So can we get away from this narrative? Can we get into actually producing some TV that is not forced? And then I think that, yeah, you have a show that works, but it relies heavily on the cast. And right now, I don't think the cast is doing their job. And I think a big part of that is Robin stuck on the lawn shit. I think a big part of that is Giselle stuck on trying to tear down other people's marriages. I think a big part of that is with the other women, like what's Wendy doing? What's your storyline? You have a talk show now? All right, cool. Like, that's dumb. not really that interesting. That's so dumb. Yeah. It's not a real talk show. Like, like Henry, the, she has a talk show the same way we have talk shows. Yeah. That's what I literally said that. I was like, that's a podcast. You're yeah. talking about a podcast. And except you're going to rent a very expensive space that's not in your budget. Your pre production's also not in your budget. So, what's your budget? 10 bucks? Like, I don't understand how you're going to look at this gorgeous space and say, yeah, I'm having a talk show. But on the flip side of that, it's like, all right, but what differentiates this from just a podcast? Like, how well, I think, that, I think she's just doing that just to bring it to the show to say, hey, I'm living an interesting life. I'm, what did she say? She's multi hyphenated. So that's what she's going to yeah, lean into. She's, she's just got all of these things that she does. You can't have a sit-down meeting in a space that you're potentially going to rent yeah. with someone and go over things and not know what the budget is. It seems like this is all fake and made up. She's going to end up just having a podcast at the end of the day, yeah. and she's going to be able to do whatever the hell she wants. And she can do it from her own kitchen. You don't have to rent the space. Go ahead and do that. But don't like bait us into thinking that you're going to have some talk show. That's not how that works. No, it's stupid. Do you know who else is a multi-hyphenate? Uber drivers. They're oh, entrepreneurs. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, I love I love the entrepreneur title. That's my favorite one. I'm an entrepreneur. You meet some like, random person. They're yeah. like, I'm an entrepreneur. And it's like, what, what do you do? Uh, it's like, oh, I've got startups. Okay. <laughs> what did, okay. What kind? What does that mean? Oh, you know, I mean, working on funding During the day, right I work at a convenience store, but at night is when I really pursue my passions as an entrepreneur. It's like, well, that's you're you're a cashier. Yeah. Or a hooker. That's or, or a hooker. Or a hooker. Or you're, I guess you're a hooker. Right. <laughs> Speaking of hookers, you want to talk about Real Houses of Beverly Hills? <laughs> Let's dive in. <laughs> Some great jumping points by Zach today. Thank you. Thank you. Well, actually, before we dive into the Beverly Hills of it all, I do want to remind everybody that the holidays are coming up. And if you want to hear what this holiday season, Uncommon Goods is your secret weapon. Uncommon Goods is here to make your holiday shopping stress-free by scouring the globe for the most remarkable and truly unique gifts for everyone on your list. Whether you're shopping for your secret Santa or your entire family, Uncommon Goods knows exactly what they want. I already started my holiday shopping. I love all the little customizable options. My mom, she's getting a nice little chic charcuterie board with little... Uh, pull out drawers like Dorit would love it. She'd be more impressed with this charcuterie board than with Jamie Lynn with Jamie Lee Curtis's wind chimes. So, mom, get ready. You're about to get some good Christmas gifts. My friends are all getting home state candles from Homesick. I even ordered myself a personalized platinum LP record with no filter on it so that I can feel extra professional. Uncommon Goods looks for products that are high quality, unique, and often handmade or made in the U.S. They also have the most meaningful and out-of-the-ordinary gifts anywhere. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash nofilter. That's uncommongoods.com slash nofilter for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited-time offer, Uncommon Goods. We're all out-of-the-ordinary. 
And while we're getting ready for the holidays, I just want to remind everybody that life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? Entrepreneurs, listen up. The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earnin. Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck, then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So you can save it for like a special night out, like coming to see me and the Brav Bros this Sunday at the Bourbon Room for a no filter night out Friendsgiving edition. Get ready, make Earnin a part of your financial routine, and join Earnin's over 3 million and a half customers that are loving it. Download Earnin today, spelled E A R N I N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in no filter under podcast when you sign up because it'll really help the show. Subject to your available earnings location, daily max and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Okay, let's talk Beverly Hills and some Beverly thrills. Um, first burning question is, if you were to go to Magic Mike, would you wear white hot pants so that they can pick you to go on stage that's part of the uniform right the uniform is white pants so you need to wear those because that says to the strippers i want to go on stage i didn't understand that from the jump i guess that's erica's friend saying if you want to go up you have to wear pants i mean kyle wasn't wearing pants well that way you're not like that way you're not you know flashing the coochie like you want to see the guy i understand the premise of it but like it's a fucking strip club like who cares if they're wearing a skirt instead of pants i don't think that that limits who they choose i don't think they're looking out in the crowd and be like nope can't pick her she has she doesn't have pants on that didn't track for me they picked kyle and they were putting whipped cream on her boobs and everything yeah i feel like that's pants on correct yeah but you know she didn't have pants on she just wore i think she was wearing a dress but she also didn't get what erica had done to her so i think there's a fine line between that if you're not going to wear pants you get whipped cream on the boobs if you're going to wear <laughs> pants you get what erica got little little uh, well, uh forehead to the crotch head to, to crotch to be yeah. fair crystal also got that we just saw erica because she was able to like really spread eagle she was like this That's is how fair. this is how tom girardi liked it spread eagle woman <laughs> yes yeah, spread eagle woman hey <laughs> Um, do you think that Sutton's meltdown was about the pants or not being chosen, even though she wore the pants? Or was it really about, you know, Erica's cooch and the, the guy's face in her crotch? Yeah, I, it's it's a weird situation because I feel like the way that I saw it, she was really excited to go to the strip club. And I don't think that she had any idea what a strip club entailed. And then once she saw it, yes, she was turned off. But Sutton did exactly what only Sutton can do and turn it into this complete meltdown. I think she was excited to go up on stage. I think that she was excited to get in this friend group and show, you know, I can be one of the girls. It doesn't matter that I don't get second dates. I could go ahead and have fun like the rest of you do. And then once she got up there, she wasn't picked first. I feel like if she was picked first, she probably still wouldn't have really liked it and she would have regretted it, but she would have gone on stage. When she wasn't picked first, I feel like she was actually sitting there watching and realized what it was and was actually appalled because in Sutton's mind, that is not what a strip club does, which is crazy to think because strip clubs are one of the most dirty places in the world. So that's exactly what comes to mind when I think of strip clubs. What did she think? She was going to go and just eat some chicken wings? 
God, what what is with the finger food and strip clubs? We we don't just don't bring that. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we saw that in Potomac, didn't we, last year when they yeah, lobster eating lobster I don't know. with their I hands. Think, yeah. I think two things can be true. I think that Shooter's right. I think when she initially was planning on going, she was excited about the premise of it. She was excited because she's never been to something like this. So in her mind, I think she thought it was like a lap dance, like a gentle lap dance, nothing crazy. I think that initially when she didn't get picked, she felt some certain way. And then as things progressed and she saw a head in the crotch, she saw some things escalate. I think she got literally like legitimately uncomfortable. And in that moment, after not getting picked, she's already a little bit overwhelmed. Then she gets overwhelmed by what she's seeing. It kind of compounds and she just kind of loses her shit. And as she's walking out, I think this even ties into earlier when they were all talking shit about her dating life. Cause as she's walking out, she's like, I don't get second dates. I wear kitty sweaters. I'm, I'm a member of the ballet association. Like she just starts going off. So I think that she just got overloaded. And then when she walked out, she's just spouting off shit. So I don't know if it's specifically one of those reasons, but I do believe that it was a combination of everything just kind of in the moment. And then you add a bunch of vodka on top of that. And that's what you get. I mean, I think had she been picked first and had she gone on stage one, they're not going to spread her legs like that on the floor. Like they know like this is a delicate woman and those legs are going to snap. So like, (laughs) you know, they would have been a little more delicate with her. And I just think she would have enjoyed herself, but she wasn't picked first. I think because she wasn't picked first, she thought she wasn't going to be picked at all. And she was like, oh, I lost my opportunity. And so I just, and I think she saw like how crazy and risque it got. But also like, I don't want to believe, I feel like I can't believe that she was so appalled by Erica spreading her legs when later in the episode we see her telling Garcelle about burning your clitoris off when you used a vibrator too often. And I don't know if you've had that experience, Shooter, but according to Sutton, it's real. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I See, I think... Yeah, Steele and I were talking about this earlier, and the way that it looks is that she was kind of overcorrecting. That she was saying, I, I've got all these sex toys. I'm exactly like you guys. I'm not a prude. I'm going to go ahead and go home. And I've got sex toys with me on the road with me right now. And then kind of like push towards that narrative to say, yeah, no, I wasn't upset by watching people stripping online. That's not something or watching people stripping in person. That's not something that I'm upset about. I have all these sex toys. I am sexually active. I understand how this works. It's like, no, you probably don't. And we also don't really want that visual. I don't want, honestly, anybody on these shows saying that they've got 50 fucking sex toys at home. That seems a little ludicrous. That's excessive. But I think one of the things that gets lost in all of this, yes, we're looking at uh, Sutton's meltdown. Kyle comes out and instead of going back to the show, she decides to stay out there with Sutton, not as a support, but just to poke at Sutton more and more and more. Go back to the fucking show, Kyle. You can go sit down with your friends and have fun. Nobody's ruining your night. You don't need to be out there. Clearly, there's more things going on, as we know, in Kyle's life. She chose to stay out with Garcelle and Sutton and poke at Sutton instead of just going back to the show and having fun with your friends. I don't think she was trying to poke at Sutton. I just think Sutton wasn't making any sense. And she's like, why are you out here? Like, make it make sense to me. And Sutton wasn't able to make it make sense because I don't think it made sense to Sutton either. But when you go back in after somebody doesn't make any sense, like if you're having a great time somewhere and you go out to check on a friend, you're gonna be like, all right, there's no getting through to you. I'm going back to the show. Not if they're like having a meltdown outside, then like I would feel guilty going back in knowing that they're so bothered by what's going on inside. 
Mm, I but you're furthering it by like continuing to comment on it. <clears throat> I don't think in that moment she's helping at all. I think that that's what Shooter's saying. She's kind of jabbing a little yeah. bit, like trying to get Sutton to understand like, hey, it's a good time. Just have a good time. Like, why are you being like this? It's like she is like this right now. So it's not going to change. Garcelle's there. Garcelle's her real friend. Let her deal with it. Go back to the show. Instead, I feel like this is a way for them. And look, all in all, Sutton was wrong. Like, that was a bad reaction. She was rude to the performers that got them in there. She's rude to Erica, the host. She's rude to Crystal at a birthday party. Like, she's in the wrong here. But I feel like this is an opportunity for Kyle to be like, yeah. And then she made us sit on the sprinter van until everybody was done. And she dragged us out of there. And it was just a disaster because of Sutton. When, like Shooter said, all you have to do in that moment is be like, all right, fuck this. I'm going back in because I'm having a good time. I'm going to go check in with Erica and Crystal so they know what's going on. And Dorit, Garcelle, you deal with this mess. I don't feel like dealing with it right now. And I mean, later with the sex toys, to me, that is not her like... I think more so that was a moment where she wanted to correct an overcorrect, trying to not sound like a prude. I think that goes back again to the dating shit because now she's sitting there. She's had some time to process what happened. I do think that she was embarrassed about how she acted. And now she's like, well, I don't want them to think that I'm just this loser that can't get a date and wears kitty sweaters all the time. So I have all of these vibrators and I love sex. And I heard that vibrators will burn your clitoris off. That's how much I know about sex toys because I'm not a prude. I think she was overcorrecting to try to not look like she overreacted as much as she did and that she wasn't that bothered by what was happening on stage. Yeah. I mean, listen, Sutton does make the show interesting. You got to give it to Sutton. She definitely never gives us a dull moment. There's always a quirk or a meltdown or something that she's given us. Even in this week's episode when she's like fighting with Kyle and Kyle's like trying to explain to her that like she has these messy moments and she's like, name one, name one, name one. She's, you know, Sutton, Sutton delivers. You have to give Sutton that. Yeah, no, we look, we like Sutton here at the Bravo Bros. So we do. Does she have her moments? Sure. She has yeah. her moments where she doesn't come off great and we call it out. We don't pull any punches. But at the same time, like you said, I think what's so great about her and unique to her as a housewife in like the housewives universe you really never know what the hell she's going to do. Like there's no calculating what her next step is. And I think that keeps it so interesting because I, in no world did I think that after what we saw at the magic Mike show, would I hear that she has 50 plus sex toys? Like, no, definitely not. Could, like, you know what that's I mean? So, so many but, sex but that's toys. like, how, what do you do with all those sex toys? Like, do you I have, have no rotation? fucking idea, but the, the, I think the biggest takeaway from Sutton is we're seeing Sutton have this type of behavior. And yes, we talked about Kyle, like kind of poking it a little bit more. Garcelle was there just trying to completely understand. There was no one there to completely shut her down and make her feel like shit. Like we've seen in the past, whether it was Erica Jane in the past or Diana last year, nobody was there to bully her when she was feeling like crap. So I think what we're going to get is we're going to get more of this type of Sutton where she's able to just completely pop off and say crazy shit that really none of us even thought or can even comprehend. And it's going to, I I hope, make for really good TV because she's going to be more and more confident to say these things without somebody screaming at her immediately. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be good for her. I think the audience is... Oh, it might not I've, be good for her. It might I've, be good for us. I've always predicted that this is going to be Sutton's rough season that she's going to end up being the villain this season. Um, I predicted that going into it. And now I feel like it's really starting to come to fruition and it's just going to be interesting to see how it goes. But it's just, it's weird to me because it's like last season, everybody was like, 
so fired up about Rinna and Rinna pokes the bear and Rinna asks the questions and that's not cool for Rinna to ask the questions. But now we see that Sutton's taking on that role this season where she's asking the questions and she's poking at Kyle's marriage and she's saying Kyle's in delusion about something and it's I'm going to see how the audience reacts to Sutton compared to how they would react to Rinna because they would say, oh, Rinna shouldn't be poking her business into Kyle's sister relationships. And now we see Sutton poking her business into Kyle's marriage to Mauricio. Well, the only difference I'll say here is that we have, excuse me, we have a lot more visible evidence not evidence to cheating necessarily but definitely you know the morgan wade stuff you've got mo and um kyle's just interactions with one another are very awkward i've never seen this couple like that they've always been the couple that are vibing with each other they're joking around they're jawing at each other it's always been fun it's always been a couple that i've looked at and been like wow they really like each other they love each other but they also like each other you see them in the same room now and it's ice cold it's ice cold. We just talked about this earlier on another show, and it's like they're arguing about how to get guacamole out of a container. Like that's the level that they're at. So I think that while Rinna was the villain last year poking holes in marriages and things like that, sure. I think that because of the evidence that we're seeing and because of the the social media presence of this one, I think that it's a little easier to question what's going on. I do think that we might be geared up for a Sutton villain season. Which look, everybody goes through it at some point. You yeah. know, you can only you what's the what's the term? You either die a hero or live long enough to become the villain. Yep. So I think that maybe it's her turn. And, and I think and Diana died a hero. Show. <clears throat> Diana did not Diana die a hero. hero? She was the fuck brutal. out of here, Zach. She sucked. <laughs> and Andy's saying, Andy's saying that he wants her back on because she exemplified what Wait, a show he is. He didn't say that, Shooter. We found out <clears> that it was a parody that. account that. That no posted way. that it was a, it uh, was I a fake. For it. Got you. So did yeah. Diana. Diana fell for that. That's awesome. Well, as long as she fell for it, I'll yeah, she reposted that. it. That's fucking great. She is. It's but still we on do, her page. But Steele and I did say we want Asher back. Asher needs to come back to sing a song. Yeah, with Eric. Need one more a performance duet. from Asher. A duet. With they Erica. actually, dude. That's what she should do. She should bring Asher to her live show in uh, Vegas. Oh, and have them do a duet at the holiday season. Yeah. Put in a yeah, put in a word for us. That would be fucking hilarious. Okay, I'll give her. I'll, I'll text her right now. And say, hey, you need to have Asher in your show. That'll Let's go get well. Asher back just for that. Yeah, I'm sure that would go well. He'll put butts in the seats. Well, that, oh, because she likes, because he can do a Christmas Diana. song. Yeah, she just like Diana. I yeah. like Diana too. Yeah. Diana oh, I just money. I just think of about her trying to share the stage with somebody else is probably not a great look. Mm. By the way, least surprising news ever. Zach likes Diana Jenkins. Shocker. I do. <laughs> you need a I new villain. Do. Here that, that I tracks. am. I am so happy we don't have to watch her lick her lips again all season. <laughs> I God, just that was. We oh, need a mon- we need a montage. We need a montage of a clip from Miami when Lisa Hochstein was explaining to Lenny's mom, saying she licked her lips, and then we just have a montage of Diana licking her lips. <laughs> that would be great. I don't want to. I need to that. see that. I don't want to watch that. No, I'll put it together. I'm good. I <laughs> forgot that she used to do that. You just put that back in my brain. I just, I, I just remembered it too, though. So if I had to remember it, you had to remember it. We have to relive this moment Thanks, together. Dude. I'm no hero. Appreciate it, guys. You guys are great. Thank you so much. <laughs> Happy to be here. <laughs> are you looking forward to Denise Richards returning this season? Oh yeah, I am. Yeah, 
big time. Hot girlies. Yeah, especially with Rena out, you know, we're going to need that person that is a little bit more unhinged than the rest. And we don't have Diana to do that as well. We have Kyle going through the ringer with all of her shit. So I don't yeah. know how much she's going to deliver this season. Sutton, we've never seen in that role. She might be taking on that role this season. We'll see. But we don't have that just wild card in the group, I don't feel like, anymore. Because Erica has seemed to tone it down this year. Like Seeing her be apologetic and mellow and take everything with Sutton in stride was baffling. So that was cool to see. But at the same time, we need that energy from somebody. Not to the length that Rinna used to take it, because that was a tired act. But if Denise can bring some of that chaos to it and with a fresher look than she used to have as far as, you know, she's had some time off of the show. So when she comes back, maybe she has recalculated how she wants to approach things. So I think that bringing her back in, especially with the absence no. of, oh, you guys are just shaking no. your heads. Go ahead. No, I, she's going to be about, a hot Think about mess. the housewives that have taken time off. Think about Tamara. Tamara took time That's off. Did point. she come back better? No, she came back way worse. Denise is probably I'm a serial optimist. I know. Well, I, I just remember at BravoCon when they were on their panel and Garcelle's like, Denise is coming back to handle some unfinished business. And Dorit's like, yeah, but she <laughs> couldn't figure out what that business was. Oh, that's that's uh, I don't I like spoilers, that. Dorit. <laughs> well, from what I've heard, <laughs> Denise comes in as like a, a slurry hot mess jacket upside down and just tries to like come at Erica and like doesn't really isn't really able to articulate like what her issue is with Erica and Erica's like I don't know what your issue is with me that checks out well that could do well for Erica because if she handles that it does I I called it it episode one yeah I called episode one this is going to be a comeback year for Erica and so far she's delivering she's had a good season thus far have I not been predicting this for a while yeah, but you Do can you predict anything you want for a long time. What? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, you I can say a new, a new Ice Age is definitely going to come at some point. <clears throat> Listen, my predictions always come true. <laughs> I hate I hate that. Wait, wait, wait. Last that. time, have to say it, it's right. true. It's true. I'm always right. Just like I was right about who? Jenna Lyons. One yeah, season. You're right. You're right. You're, right. You're, right. You're usually right. Stop it. Don't give she him was, that. We already she did. was a Don't one do and that. done. Just say he was right about this. I you were right about this. I said it this. in New York. I called it on. Right, you got two. I'm not saying you're right most of the time. Shut up, shooter. Don't give him that. You I'm can also see right his, his platinum hair is growing. His hair, his head's getting bigger. I'm <laughs> that hair's growing right now. Shut I up, know. shooter. It's like Dorinda. <laughs> Are you guys looking forward to Roni Legacy? Yeah. Yeah. I think it looks good. Yeah. I'm curious how they're going to cut it if it's going to still have all of Ramona's parts in it or not. Are they going to like pick and choose I think where she's they're in reducing, just because of all the recent fallout? I think they're reducing some of her role, but from what I hear, she actually has some redeemable moments in the first episode, which will be mm-hmm. interesting. That'll be pretty interesting. Oh, I, interesting. Those, I don't hold out a lot of hope for those types of shows, but... Everybody knows each other, at least. It's not just like a hodgepodge crew of random housewives and ex-housewives that are all together. Those are the shows that I don't look forward to. This is like one last sunset, like right off into the sunset type of thing. Yeah. Could be really good. It could really suck, though, if they're all just kind of pining for attention. So I'm eager to see what that looks like. 
What I want it to be, I want it to be a ride off into the sunset, like you said. I do not want this to turn into a, we're going to get back on Bravo with this, because that will be a nightmare. I don't want to see them doing too much. I want them to be themselves, have one last hurrah, and then go from there. I think that the timing of it makes that more difficult with it being so close to the new Roni reboot. And now you get all these OGs back. We're going to have to hear in the comments for like the next seven months about see this is the way like the ladies that we want in new york we don't want the new cast and everybody that says that forgets the fact that they stopped watching the old cast i'm excited to see them back on tv to give them their last hurrah i do not want this to turn into more than that and i'm afraid that they're going to i know at least some of them are going to have that in their heads where they're like this is my chance and they're going to do too much but i hope that it doesn't mess the show up because i am i am looking forward to it yeah, I think it will be a nice way to put a bow on on the original Roni. Um, Crystal coming out of BravoCon said that the Roni cla- cast members, some of them from the new and the old, were rude when she met them. Who do you think she was referring to? Cy. Cy. Um, Aaron. What? You guys don't like Cy uh, and Aaron? Those are my two favorites. Of course they are. <laughs> Are that you is, fucking with us now? Just, no, I actually do really like them. That's true. I actually do really like them. I think they made oh, the God. show interesting. Why? Who am I going to like? No, no, no. Jezel? Please. Jezel is so overrated. The show wouldn't oh, have been anything God. without Jezel. No, the Agreed. show the show wouldn't have been anything without Aaron and Cy being the antagonist Doing to what? Jezel. Without Cy trying to rope in Aaron into swinging with her husband? Or sorry, vice versa. Aaron was trying to get Cy to swing with her and her husband. That's not, they were not good villains. They were trying too hard. And Cy wasn't even trying. She's just an asshole. Like, there's a difference between being a villain and just being a dick. Like, <laughs> that's just her. So, no, I don't, I think Jessel had, I thought she sucked in the beginning, comeback of the century. She was on Saturday Night Live. She's on the like Rolling Stone. I think she had a great year. I think that Cy and Aaron could have delivered way more. Uba faded out for me. Jenna Lyons was captivating the beginning. I thought it was a like a solid first season, but I mean that's not what we're talking about. My point is, I think that Cy and Aaron were probably bitchy. I think that from the old cast, I would say Dorinda and Ramona. So I would say those four, and then a wild card. Ramona was an apron. Ramona wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, that's right. My bad. Um, okay, so take her out. From the old cast. Why my wild say, card is maybe Sonia had an off moment. Like just a, in passing, she wasn't. I feel no, like if she I doesn't. I think it would be Kelly Ben Simone. Uh, Kelly would make I didn't a lot think of that far back. I didn't think that far back. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I was thinking like the past like couple of seasons. I would say Kelly Ben Simone. And from Roni, the new reboot, I would say. I mean, I guess Sai would make the most sense. I just think she's, you know, she's not very warm and fuzzy. No, I, no, I can't see Jessel. So. I can't see Jessel being a dick, really. Or, I mean, maybe she was. Maybe it was just like misunderstood. And or she, maybe uh, Uba. Knows. I could see Uba for sure. Definitely, see- definitely not Bryn. The only one that I can say was probably not mean was probably Bryn. Bryn, I think, gives like annoying little sister energy. Yeah, but that's not rude. That's no, just I don't annoying. think that's rude. No, no, no. <laughs> I want her to like have a fling with one of the Southern Charm boys. No, exactly. I, I could see that happening. Why? Wait, not? what do you want? Shep? I don't think that's good for anybody. But I feel it's like not good for anybody involved. I feel like Shep is very much her type. 
they sh- I can't I can't do another chef relationship. Maybe they maybe they can play ping especially pong. considering that his his Instagram handle is relationship, which is the most ironic thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, no, I don't need to see Bryn with any of those guys from Southern Charm because I know how it's going to go. I've seen it play out with other women on Southern Charm. I'm good. I mean, they're trying. Like, Austin, I think, is just, like, so underrated. Oh, Austin, look, I had my feelings about Austin last year, and I admitted to Shooter, and he had said it previously, like, I was watching Southern Charm through the wrong lens. I was taking it too seriously. Once I, like, realized what it's about and, like, what these guys are about, it became much more enjoyable. I do think Austin's great. I think he's great for TV. I think he's a moron and, like, shoots himself in the foot nine times out of ten. But there's something about him. He's like a golden retriever almost where you still have this like soft spot, you know, like even when he does something terrible, you're like, yeah, but, you know, like he just kind of gets away with it. And I think that that's similar for a lot of those guys just on that show in general. But I don't know, man, like Bryn just seems so nice. Like, I don't want her to get torn up by those morons down in South Carolina. I don't think anybody mean. I don't think anybody except for Shep has enough money for Bryn, though. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point, but Shep definitely does. So that's yeah. one you got to look out for because he's got he's got all the fucking money in the world. I feel like she can she can make that happen. Yeah, just for at least for a weekend getaway in Montauk. Well, as long as she's in the right part of the Hamptons, she won't be able to complain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited for our show this weekend. If you guys don't have tickets yet, go to nofilterlive.com to get your tickets for our Friendsgiving show. We've had we've got lots of very fun special guests that'll be coming on out. Kristen Doty will be there alongside another very special Bravo lap that I may or may not announce. Maybe it'll be a big surprise or maybe I'm bad at keeping secrets. I don't know. I can't keep a secret. But <laughs> definitely give the Bra Bros a follow. Steel, where can they find the Bra Bros all over the internet? Please, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at Brav Bros Podcast. Because I know a lot of you guys watch these lives with Zach, and not a lot of you go over to our page and follow. It, it helps us out immensely. So please go click that button on all of our other socials. It's at Brav underscore bros. Brav underscore bros. Give them a follow. Go subscribe to their YouTube channel. And if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts, then be sure to leave the Brav Bros a nice Apple Podcast review, letting them know that you love them, even though you hate some of their takes and some of the housewives that they go to bat for. <laughs> All right, guys, you can give me a follow at Just Plain All Zach. Right, Erica. <laughs> or what? Give me a follow at Just Plain Zach or No Filter with Zach. Get your tickets to the Bourbon Room November 19th this Sunday at NoFilterLive.com. That's NoFilterLive.com. All right, guys, I will see you this Sunday. I will see you guys this Sunday as well. Yeah. Let's get it. All right. Bye, guys. Ciao for now.